So, I'm Jen. <laughs> Can you add that? <laughs> We're off our game. We're usually so good. Normally, we are completely in sync. I'm, I'm, this is Casey. <laughs> I'm, this is Jen. And this is Chattahoochee, where we give people <laughs> advice, but not about how to do introductions We're out to, of po- practice. <laughs> to podcasts. It's been so long since we've done any recording. When's the last time we recorded? We didn't record last time I was up here. We didn't? No. I think because I was like, wow, we have like eight episodes worth of <laughs> podcast material and we still haven't done anything yet. Because <laughs> uh, Jen decided we were going on hiatus. I inadvertently decided that we were going on hiatus by my lack of attention to this project <laughs> <laughs> and every other project, basically. So, yes, we are Chattahoochee and we answer questions all of the important questions of yahoo answers and reddit and beyond and beyond including twitch this is being live streamed all right casey what's our first question our first question today the girl i have a crush on hugged me last friday afterwards she told me i was a bad hugger (laughs) she was half joking but now i'm thinking what constitutes a good hug and how can i improve that's a good question because I feel like I'm not a good hugger. Um, you're inconsistent. <laughs> I think I get in my own head too much with hugs. Do you really? I thought you needed to get more in your own. <laughs> I need to be a more deliberate and self, like self-possessed hugger. Is that what you're saying? I'm not sure. Well, I think that you and I are just not very hug compatible. Like, as well, much as I love like, you and as compatible as we are in the friendship realms, um, we're not exactly compa- compatible huggers. I don't know if you're thinking the same thing I am, but it's because I am a very rough hugger. <laughs> I really like to squeeze hard and to be squeezed hard. But Jen is small. <laughs> Jen is a dainty person. She's strong, but she's also like... Um, I can beat you in arm wrestling and consistently she, do. She really does. And I was thinking by the transitive property the other day. So Casey was saying that she's the strongest person at her work and she has to open like all the things that are hard to open. And I was like, well, I'm stronger than Casey. So You're ergo, stronger than my whole business. Exactly. And that made me feel really good about myself. Yeah, that should. Because you, yeah, you you don't look overly beefy. <laughs> yeah, you are very strong. You're deceptively strong and that will serve you well in life. The other problem is that you're just, like, so much taller than me that it's very That's hard to true. hug you. Oh, yeah, I always accidentally choke you. Yeah, like, she... <laughs> it's, I mean, it's real. Where is your neck? Your neck is, like, at my shoulder. My neck is in between my shoulders and my chin. <laughs> your neck... <laughs> where did your neck hit me? Oh. <laughs> I know where your neck is. I thought you were like, tell me where your neck is so I can avoid hitting it. I love... <laughs> I love how like not dumb shaming you were of me. Like like you if you really thought that was the question I was asking, you should have been like, Casey, you're an idiot. But you were like, here, I'll I'll serve you the answer to this stupid question <laughs> with no judgment. No, like when when I hug you, what am I choking you with? Is it my arm? I think it's your arm <laughs> and like clavicle and like yeah, just like your whole lower neck, shoulder region. Okay. Yeah. So I think, to answer this question, <laughs> I think what constitutes a good hug is firmness. Is firmness fair to say? 
Yeah, like none of this like pity patty stuff. Pity patty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. No pity patting. You can make sounds. <laughs> like, oh. Like, <laughs> like, mm. no, no, I don't. I disagree with that. We're brainstorming. All ideas are good ideas. Oh, is this the part where we just like spitball everything and then we decide what is really? Yeah, the, then okay. we pick out the actual good advice. So our our listeners are saying, not, don't don't bro, bro hug, hug your significant. So is that as a bro hug a one one armed? Oh, but that that leads to a good point, which is. A proper hug should be two armed. Yes. Unless the yeah. person is holding something. Like sometimes a when, baby, per se. Uh perhaps a baby. <laughs> sometimes like when I'm leaving from visiting Gnome's family or something, like I'll be holding a duffel bag in one hand when we're saying goodbye, so then I kinda have to go for the one the one armed. Right. Well, if you really like the person, you drop everything. Even if it is a baby. <laughs> you <laughs> no, drop really. your luggage. To properly hug the person. Like, if you don't see them often. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you, like, are really into this person. So, okay, what about duration? Okay, two two arms. Point number one. Two arms. Unless you don't have two arms. Well, that's true. They'll understand. As many arms as you have. Number two. Firmness. Which means making complete contact. No up and down motion. Do you agree? Or, like, uh... Back and forth, like removing <laughs> no CPR, no, <laughs> no chest compressions, <laughs> no longer than ten seconds. Yes. Right. Well, are, do you count when you're hugging people? I find oh, that maybe I, I should. I'm generally the first person to let go in a hug, and then I feel kind of bad, but I don't want to like overstay my welcome in their personal space. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I get in my own head. I'm like, wow, what if this person is thinking this is a really long hug? Because <laughs> I think that sometimes. I'm like, wow, this long this hug has gone on long enough. <laughs> it needs to be terminated. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> Terminate hug. <laughs> I'm putting my arms down. <laughs> I'm putting my arms If you have three arms, you would hug with all three, I would say. Sometimes I... That wasn't going to be appropriate at all. <laughs> what, what, what you were saying? What you were going to say? Yeah, do you want to guess what I was going to say? I can guess. <laughs> do you want to say it? Or is it inappropriate? Well, now I'm afraid that I don't know. I don't know Wait. <laughs> you can say it, I'll tell you if it's what I thought. Let's both say it at the same time. <laughs> but I don't know how to... Let's say it one word at a time. Sometimes. Casey. Hugs. With. Her. Legs. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Good team. <laughs> anyway. Moving on from the sentiment. Yeah, I don't know... I guess, like, when someone lets go, that you let go. Or if you start feeling uncomfortable. Sometimes if I... I'm bad at faking enthusiasm for a hug. Yeah. Like, if I don't want to be hugged, people can tell and they call me out on it. Like, I just, like, stiffen up and I don't... Do you ever not extend your arms? Like, someone goes to hug you and you just, like, leave them at your side? Sometimes if I'm mad at the person... Oh, I do that all the time. Not all the time, but when I'm mad, I do that all the time. <laughs> like, sometimes my mom will hug me when I'm mad at her to try to make me less mad at her, and I just... <laughs> and then she thinks it's funny. 
Okay. Back to the to, hug thing. Have we not satisfy, satisfactorily no, answered this no, question? No, I think we have. I'm just summarizing because we've been all over the place. Okay. Okay, so as many arms as you have, <laughs> squeeze slash be firm. Mm-hmm. Don't make noises. Don't make noises. <laughs> no matter how into it or not into it you are. <laughs> Do you think that for this person where they're trying to improve their hugging, we should tell them, let the other person let go first? Like, maybe their problem... What if their problem was the opposite and they were holding uh, on too long? Well, yeah, I guess. Anything else? Or have we satisfied this? I think that's all the advice we can give you without seeing your hug. <laughs> really, this person needs to upload a video yes. of themselves. Yeah. They hugging. need to fly out here and give us bad we, hugs. We need to track this person down, have them as a host, and do a follow-up yes. episode. That's the only way we can really give you perfect advice. Should we move on to our next question? Sure. Alright, our next question, Casey, mm. is... Does Spongebob Squarepants wash his dishes with his own body? Ew. <laughs> if so, I would hope that... not. I mean, he doesn't look like he does because he's a nice, consistent yellow color. Like, light, a light shade of yellow. Have you seen a sponge when it has been used to wash dishes? It, it looks pretty grungy, yeah. It's real gross. So I'm going to say I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I, th- I feel like there's actually instances where... No, there's definitely episodes of Spongebob where he is, like, cleaning stuff. And, yeah, he he's, like, rubbing himself against it, and it's creating bubbles. I, like, I have a vivid... Really? Me- I have a vivid memory of this. He's in a sink? No, I don't think he goes into a sink. I think it's, like, a pile of dishes yeah. next to a sink. And then he goes, and <laughs> it's, like, a... Yeah, I don't know. Right? No. <laughs> am I am I making this up? Are there any SpongeBob aficionados here? Yeah. Somebody weigh in on this. Um, we can move on to the next question. Okay. Because I don't think we'll ever agree on whether SpongeBob washes <laughs> his dishes with his own sponge body. Um, the title of this question is Introvert with a Crush. I'm 17 and I'm in 12th grade. There's this girl I have six of my seven classes with, and I really like her, but I'm not sure she likes me. We have started to talk a lot more lately, and she seems to be happy to talk with me. What can I do to make her see me as more boyfriend material than friend material? So, so any immediate thoughts? So the crux of the issue here is that... This person seems to be somewhat socially awkward and they don't really know how to initiate things, yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like in in some sense, like, I'm a good person to give advice about that because I am an introvert. With a crush. And have had crushes. She married her crush, so she is where you want to be. Yeah, but I also, I don't know. So I see where they're coming from, but I don't think I have any good advice. Like, I don't have a... I don't know. I think... I think it might be a mistake to think of it in terms of, like, making her see you as boyfriend material. Because that's kind of manipulative. Like, manipulating someone's image of you in that way. Yeah. Like, if you try too hard to seem any certain way, it will probably backfire. 
Well, yeah, she should like you for who you are in your natural state. Yeah. Like, you don't want to trick her. So he wants to be seen as a romantic prospect. Yes. So I would say try to, like, hang out alone, like, one-on-one, right? Because that will be more conducive to romantic things. I mean, I I guess what he's trying to say is that he doesn't want to be friend-zoned. So the real question then becomes, A, how do you be extroverted and show someone that you like them, I guess, and also not get friend-zoned? <laughs> I don't know. Because, I, like, I feel like the people that I would be interested in dating are people that I want to view as friend material. So I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't differentiate those two things in my head. And he's dif- he's saying they're different. I think friend zoned is still a thing. Well, okay, it's Do you kind think of. It's not, is it is it different now with like cat more casual dating and stuff? Because uh, I don't know. Maybe not affect it, re- but like there's been a big movement of against the concept of friend zoning because it makes it sound like being someone's friend is a bad thing, and it kind of has have it kind of has implications of like if you treat someone nicely, then they are obligated to date you. Yeah. It's, like, a punishment. Yeah. But, like, being someone's friend isn't a punishment. <laughs> you can still be someone's friend when you want to be more than your friend. Yeah, right. The two things are not mutually exclusive. And I understand to a 17-year-old that, like, I understand why they're making that distinction in their head. But I would, my advice to them would be don't make that distinction. Be their friend. And, like, just be someone that's nice and accountable and, yeah. like, there's nothing that, you, there's no specific thing that you can do that's going to make her be like, wow, that guy's really boyfriend material. You know what I mean? Oh, you should, like, uh, babysit together. So, we have a report that in Sweden, friend zone is not a thing, which is interesting. Anyway, what I was saying, I think you should babysit together. Babysit? Why? Yeah. What's because the rationale behind that? When I was in, like, seventh grade, I babysat with a dude who was my friend, and seeing him interact with children made my brain be like, oh, oh he's good with kids. I should have offspring. <laughs> the paternal, the, the possibility of, like, paternal instinct? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Seeing someone be good with kids, I feel like, makes them more of a romantic prospect. Even in seventh grade, you had that reaction? Yes. <laughs> that was very precocious of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not highly evolved. Alright, do we have anything else to say to this introvert with a crush? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, the next question, changing gears slightly, is if your pets could talk, what would they say? <laughs> what would Momo and Moxie say? Momo and Moxie would say... Oh, God, I don't even know. Like, I think Moxie for- would swear at me. <laughs> Okay, I think Momo is a dummy, so she would just... <laughs> but she's, she's a sweet, sweet dummy. She's a sweet dummy. So I think she would just, like, say really nice things. Nonsensically sweet things. Yes. Constantly. Yes. Moxie is sweet to me and Gnome, but not to anyone else. And she would probably... 
Yeah, just swear indiscriminately a lot. I think she would be normally completely silent, but then if (laughs) you got too close to her, or if she felt like you were going to, she would say some very nasty things. I feel like she would be the Ron Swanson of cats. You know what I mean? Like, once you get to know her, she's very sweet, but she doesn't mince, she wouldn't mince words, (laughs) and would be, like, very straightforward and to the point. What would your pets say? And so, Casey doesn't have any pets right now, but you have pets that are at your parents' house. Yeah, I have, like, childhood pets. Yeah. Um, Jack would just talk about food all the time, and he would try to, like, swindle food out of people. So, he's a dog, and he's, like, a terrier type of... He's a little chihuahua mix. Oh, chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah. I always envision him as being, like, a Jack Russell terrier mix, but... Because his name is Jack, and he's a terror. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. That was an inadvertent connection I made. He, yeah, he's really chubby. He recently acquired a tapeworm. and oh, acquired one. Yeah, by eating deer guts in the woods. And he lost no weight whatsoever. And then as soon as he got rid of the tapeworm, via my mom giving him medicine, he gained like three pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so he's obsessed with food. It's all he thinks about. So I think he would just talk about food and he would tell everyone like, oh, the other person forgot to feed me. You need to feed me. They said you would do it. Do you think he's smart enough to manipulate you yeah, like that? Yeah. Yeah. He's tricksy. And what would your cat Lucifer say? <laughs> uh, I don't think she would talk to me at all. She is really weird. She loves being outside. She only comes inside to poop. <laughs> she doesn't poop outside. She wants to use the litter box like a sophisticated gal. She, yeah, she wouldn't talk to me at all. Unless I picked her up, in which case she'd scream. <laughs> <laughs> Just endless screaming. <laughs> Just screech until I put her down. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, dogs would ask for food and affection. Yeah. Cats would ask for food and distance. Um, Is that speciesist of me? Jack really hates my niece. I have a one-year-old niece who has learned to kind of like, army crawl around. She can't, like, crawl like a normal baby, but she can, like, drag herself around like a little zombie. (laughs) And she's obsessed with animals, of course. Like, who wouldn't be? And she, like, drags herself toward Jack across any floor. And he gets really scared. (laughs) He does not like children. He never has. When he was a puppy, people would ask us when we were walking him, like, oh, can I pet your dog? And we'd be like, yeah, he doesn't bite or anything. You can pet him. But then he would, like, run to, like, as far away as his leash would let him go. (laughs) And we'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, don't be offended. He hates all children. Do you think he had some kind of trauma associated with children? It's possible. He, like, before we got him, he was in a house with children. Yeah. And it's entirely possible that they were nasty to him. Oh, that's sad to consider. Anyway. The next question is, I, 21-year-old male, live in constant fear of losing everyone I love. I spent time today looking up actuarial tables and calculating the statistical chances of my boyfriend, 20-year-old male, dying this year. This is particularly relevant. I picked this question because I can relate to it. They don't, this person doesn't actually ask a question. Are they just saying... That's true. It's just a sad statement. (laughs) So are they saying, like... Like, do you want to stop? They could be asking, does anyone else feel this way? Oh, well, then that's easy, because yes. (laughs) I I worry... Okay. I worry about Noam getting in, like, a car accident a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's like one of the most common ways people our age can die. Yeah, my and boyfriend he's on the road a lot. has a really dangerous job. Yeah, did I tell you the other like a couple weeks ago? He got hit in the head with a log. No, you and didn't. it broke his hard hat. I oh know. If it broke, that's so scary. It's I so know. good that he was wearing it. And he it. was like, yeah, it hurt really bad. And, like, for a second, I couldn't hear anything. And I was like, your brain is in danger. Um, so I think that that's a normal... Okay, the fear of losing everyone that you love is a normal fear to have. I think everyone contemplates the mortality of their loved ones from time to time. I think I do more than the average person. But I also think you're particularly more morbid than the average person. Thank and you. I think that, you're welcome. And those things I go agree. Hand in hand. I think I feel very seen right now. Um, I think, I think, it's in a way a good thing to think about. Probably not as much as I do, and not as much as this person does. But it's good, like, not to take for granted that people you love will live forever because yeah. they won't. Oh, this became a real downer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mortality. But, but then, but you can, so, okay, there, there's definitely, like, a Goldilocks sweet spot here, right? Yes. So, it's good to be reminded, I think of the song. Memento you, Mori. Uh, yeah. That's not a song, but it's, like, a type of art. The song, Do You Realize, by The Flaming Lips, which yeah. says, you realize that everyone you love someday will die. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's a good where was I going with this? But then on the other extreme, like, if you're looking at actuarial tables and you see, like, wow, there is a 0.001% chance of a 20-year-old male dying in a freak roller coaster accident. And then you're, freak like, what accident? roller coaster. <laughs> and then your boyfriend is, like, hey, let's go to the amusement park. And you're, like, no. no. I, we're staying at home and I'm wrapping you in bubble wrap. It's the only then- activity I will agree to. Then that's obviously the unhealthy extreme. That's true. Yeah. If you're spending too much time looking up actuarial tables, then you won't have enough time to, like, spend quality time with people. Yeah. I'd say it's a, like, that's a morbid curiosity, understandable thing to do. But, um, I don't know. I, they're not asking a question, so I don't really know where to go with it. I think they just want to be comforted. Yeah. So, hopefully it's comforting knowing that other people do that and worry about that. And also... It's a natural fear. It's one of those things um, where you have to discern when perseverating on something is useful to you and when it's not. Yeah. So, if it, like, to the extent that this line of thought helps you appreciate your loved ones more while they're alive and, like live in the moment and stuff like that, then it can be useful. Yes. I Are you laughing at me for saying live in the moment? No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at <laughs> life. I don't know. Uh, we have found out that memento mori were particularly pre- prevalent in the Dutch gold age, golden age, where still lives contained flowers, skulls, bubbles, and other reminders of mortality. Bubbles. Yeah, because bubbles pop. Like, they're ephemeral and beautiful, but The ancient Greeks passing. didn't have bubbles. Sure they did. <laughs> like, you... It, sure. What? No, they did, I guess. Not and as much as we do. there's a philosophy of managing opulence and wealth within the shadow of death and divine judgment. It's really beautiful. Is it a you-can't-take-it-with-you kind of sentiment? 
um, not, I don't think it's, like, about the, like, wealth or possessions that you have. It's about, like, appreciating the beauty of each passing moment. Okay. And life itself is a passing moment on a broader scale. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Maybe it would be helpful to you to make art about death. Make your own memento mori, hang it in your house, and then everyone else will be forced to be as morbid as you. I'm going to take my own advice on this one. Uh, draw really detailed sketches of your partner dying in a variety of no. ways. Just like skeletons, like cute skeletons. Mm. Like Grateful Dead skeletons. Let's see. I think we, we didn't answer that because there was no question, <laughs> but I think we thoroughly discussed it. Um, favorite pizza topping is the next question. Favorite pizza topping? Uh, I like pizzas with everything on them. What do you, well, okay, first of all, you don't eat mammals. I do if they're on pizza. Really? Yes. I, like, even sausage? Yeah. And hamburger? Yeah, I would if it was on a pizza. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> yeah. Huh. It, you don't know it because it's only a, a relatively recent evolution of my eating style. Yeah, that's true. But, like, uh, yeah, my pal I live with now eats mammals on pizza, and sometimes we share pizzas. So, but if you were by yourself on a deserted island, mm -hmm. and you were told you have a lifetime supply of any pizza, oh. what pizza topping would you want? If I only got one topping... No, it could be a combination. I'd walk into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> give me more toppings or give me death. <laughs> is, that as, the, is that the quote? <laughs> as the settlers said. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I really like green pepper, onion, chicken, all sorts of cheeses, uh, tomato chunks. I like everything. I'm a much less picky eater than I used to be. What uh, do you think? I would say... Okay, I have to, <laughs> People I've, are aggressive about pepperoni. <laughs> pepperoni's fine. It's not my favorite. Pepperoni's... Okay. It used to be my favorite. It's no longer. I'd say my current favorite... Less basic than it used to be. Uh, yeah. Guys, <laughs> I'm not basic. <laughs> Jen's no longer basic. Um, My previous favorite was probably pepperoni. My current favorite is either green pepper and onion or... If it's, like, a good pizza, just cheese. I love mm. a good cheese what, pizza. What thickness of crust do you like? Ooh. I'm I, shocked that I don't know this about you already. We, yeah, like... We don't eat pizza too much. <laughs> um, I would say... Alright, I had deep dish pizza once, and that was just, like, a commitment that was too much of a commitment. Yeah. <laughs> One time, okay, I had deep dish pizza for the first time when I was stranded in the Chicago airport. Yeah. And I was, like, sleep deprived, and I didn't realize that I needed, like, <laughs> utensils to eat it with, because most pizza you just eat with your hands. So I tried to eat deep dish pizza with my hands. I ended up just, like, eating it like an absolute animal. Just, I could have definitely gotten up to go get utensils, but I just. You just committed to I that didn't want to admit. Path my oversight, and I was like, no one here will probably, like, record this and upload it to YouTube. It's not that interesting. You wanted to make it seem like it was intentional? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm a real Chicagoan. This is how we <laughs> actually do this it. This is how we roll. Yeah. 
Um, I don't like deep dish, and I would say New York style is not my favorite, just because it's like... It I gets, don't know what that means. Is it flat? Just, it's just really thin. Yeah. I, really thin is my favorite. Really? Yeah, I don't like too much bread. I like like a medium, just normal, run-of-the-mill, standard thickness pizza. My friend Joe and I had... <laughs> we had a pizza with stuffed crust, and the crust, the crust was stuffed with cheese and bacon, and it was delicious. I think I've only had stuffed crust pizza once. It's good. Like, but it was like a like a frozen pizza. It feels far worse for you. Yeah, ours is too. It feels far worse for you than normal pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but it's tasty. It's a good once in a while thing. Next question. Can I read this one? <laughs> yeah. This is Okay, I've been looking forward to this question. This question. Um, I actually found this question on Tumblr. It was a screenshot of a Yahoo Answers question in a Tumblr post. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was from Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> so it's in Yahoo Answers. It's in the section newborn and baby. The question is, are you tired of being nice? Don't you just want to go ape shit? <laughs> Um, and the, some, whoever posted it on Tumblr captioned it, did a baby write this? <laughs> Do you think that it is coming from a parent who is, like, is this specifically oh. about, like, parents who have to be, like, pleasant and caring all of the time? You're tired of being nice to your newborn baby. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I assumed it was someone who... Just put their question in the wrong, the wrong category. category. Or, like, That's just a random category. But I like your theory better. Yeah. Parent who is sick of, like, trying to adhere to societal standards of perfect parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Don't um, you just want to go apeshit? If it's not talking about parent-specific niceness, are you tired of being nice? Casey, you personally? I'm not nice, so no, I'm not... <laughs> you can't be tired of something you aren't doing. You don't think you're a nice person? Um, when I'm at either of my jobs, <laughs> both of my jobs, like most jobs, require you to be nice to people, and I do get sick of it then. And then I just, like, roll my eyes a lot, I think. Yeah. What about in your personal life? In my personal life? Am I tired of being nice? If I get at all tired of being nice, I just stop being nice in my personal life. Which is probably not the best way to live. <laughs> but I'm definitely, like, I'm not a pushover, but I'm probably too far from, like, I should probably try to be more of a pushover. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so there's a balance. Yeah. Just like with the, uh, what was the other thing we were talking about balance with? Uh, Pizza? Hugging, with your own body. hugging or being friend zoned? I don't remember. Oh, it was no, it was fearing, fearing death versus oh yeah, taking life for granted. Um, anyway, so there's definitely a spectrum of you can be like too accommodating and too nice, aka be a pushover, or you can just be like straight up unpleasant to everyone. And this is relevant because I was talking to Casey the other day and was saying, Casey. Do you think I'm nice or am I just a pushover? Because that's something that I was think like I don't know, I've been thinking about because I try to be really nice in my day-to-day -day life to just everyone. Jen is way nicer than me. 
and I was thinking about it. I, I like I'd been nice, and it seemed like what was even the point? I don't know. And so I was contemplating like the nature of being kind, and was wondering if I'm too nice. Which, I don't know, now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds like it's, like, sort of an egotistical thing to be asking. But... Am I too nice? <laughs> Am I too good a person? Am I too good? Um, I think, I'm thinking back to college, and there were definitely times when you would invite people you didn't like places. Do you remember that? Maybe. Like, you would invite, oh my god, actually you did this with your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> More recently. Um, I'm not gonna say... Who? But that was that was a little bit like too nice. But it was like, but it wasn't even. You weren't even being a pushover because no one was pushing for that. <laughs> you just pushed yourself. <laughs> I'm, you fell. <laughs> um. Yeah. I think that's m- much more nice than you needed to be. Yeah. I guess so. Because Jen fears hurting people and doesn't want to leave people out of things, which I think is super nice, but sometimes it's fine to leave people out of things. I don't know. Like, like on your own wedding day. <laughs> I feel like the problem is that, again, this, like, sounds really egotistical that I'm saying this, but I really don't mean it that way. I feel like I'm too empathetic. Like, I think about... <laughs> no, that's totally a thing. So I think, of, like, I, I put myself in their shoes too much. I'm like, wow, that'd make me feel really bad. I don't want to feel, I don't want them to feel like that. And it's, like, not that big a deal to me to just include them. Uh, you, like, had to give them food. I <laughs> and guess And so. That's true. And you had to be around them. Barely. Okay, but I guess I am too far on the spectrum of being nice. So I think the answer here is that I should start being mean to people. Is this the Do answer? Do you want to practice with me? Yeah. Jen, can I come to your wedding? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Too um, late. I already went. 